I grew my business in Airbnb from $3,000 a month to $20,000 a month in less than a year. And oh, by the way, did it during COVID. So if I can do it, I know you can do it. I'm gonna show you how right now. I believe true wealth cannot be measured by your income. It is instead measured by your availability of choices, especially the choice to live life on your terms. I also believe there are many ways to create wealth, but one thing is for certain, you have to have a laser focus on one path. My path, Airbnb, but I also believe in education and expanding your mind. Education helps you take off the blinders of life and see opportunities you never saw before. Join me on this journey of learning how to create wealth in Airbnb, real estate, and so many more investment strategies. Together, we can conquer the world of investing. My name is Kyle Stanley, and this is the Fearless Investor Podcast. If you're watching this video, it's because you probably want to build a six-figure business just like me. And if you are there, then good news. All you have to do is click on the application link down below in the description or go to fearlesskyle.com and you can go ahead and apply for our coaching program. I'll show you everything there is to know about how to build a six-figure business, how I did it, and how you can do it too. All right, I get really excited about talking about this topic because honestly, I was a wannapreneur for many years. From the time I was 22 to being 31, I was trying a lot of different things. I was a sports anchor, then I had a business making videos for high school athletes, and then I was in sales, and I tried a lot of different things, and most of them, I didn't have the either the know-how, I didn't have the mentor, I didn't have the roadmap to be able to get from zero to a million, which is where I was trying to go. With Airbnb, as soon as I found out about Airbnb and being able to do it without owning a property, leasing from an owner, subleasing on Airbnb with their permission, or grabbing a property that an owner wants to do an Airbnb with and managing it for them, also known as co-hosting, when I found out about those two models, I said, this is an accelerated business. This is something that I can scale right away. I can build it to six figures and even seven figures in less than a few years. I saw that vision from the get-go and that's exactly where I started. And so if you don't know my story, I started in May of 2019, got my first one as an arbitrage. Then a couple months later, had a few more. It was right around you know, $3,000, $4,000 a month. That was right around June of 2019. And we just gradually, we were growing. And then what happened between June, or sorry, uh, between February to March of 2020, as we really started to get to that point of right around seven, $8,000 a month, well, COVID happened. And so for three months, we literally paused. We were like, there's no way we can do this business anymore. It's gonna shut down, but I still wanted to try it. And here's the thing, because I stuck to it and because I saw it through, right around July of 2020, everyone and their mom saw that I was still being successful with Airbnb. So what did they do? They came to me and they said, Kyle, what if you manage my Airbnb? I heard you're doing great with it. I want to have you manage mine now. And that's where we blew up from July of 2020 to about November of 2020. We went from about $7,000 a month to over $22,000 a month in net revenue. And it was because of these four things that I'm going to teach you right now. First of all, start with a CEO mindset. You have to, from the get-go, realize that if you are hands-on with anything in this business, it better be for just a month or two, and then you're outsourcing it. A CEO mindset is one that thinks, hey, I, I don't want to be the technician. If you've ever read the E-Myth, they talk about the technician, the manager, and the entrepreneur. 90% of people think they are an entrepreneur, but they're really just a technician in their own business. They own a job, essentially. They're doing the day-to-day -day operations. And the 9% are the managers. They're overseeing the day-to-day -day operations. They're checking in with people. They're making sure that they're doing their job right. That's about 9%. But then there's the 1%, the CEO mindset to me, that they call in the e the entrepreneur, and that's the person that can remove themselves from the business. It still operates without them having to hover over, micromanage, or oversee, 
and it continues to grow as well. And that is where you need to picture yourself before you ever jump into this. If you're in the day-to-day, -day, I'm telling you, you're gonna be the person that I talk to on a daily basis who has three or four properties and cannot wrap their minds around scaling this business because they're doing everything themselves. Find good people and good technology to take over all these day-to-days so that you can be the CEO of your business. And that leads me to the second way, which is good technology. So in the beginning, I wasn't using things like Smart B&B, which is now hospitable, uh, to do auto tasks and auto messaging. I was doing everything manually. When a guest was messaging me, I was automatically, or I was manually responding to them. And then when a guest booked, I was manually texting a cleaner and saying, hey, can you clean on this day? This guest just booked. And then if a guest canceled, then I had to cancel. And then they rebook and I have to re-message them. It was, it was a headache. And because of that, because it was manually waiting on me, who, by the way, I'm the visionary. I'm not the implementer. Um, and we'll talk about that here in a second. But because I was the visionary and because I wasn't implementing and I wasn't good at that stuff, cleanings were getting missed, issues were happening, and it was definitely not the way to build the business. So using something like a hospitable, which, by the way, if you go into it, it's awesome. All you do is sign it up. You get it into your program, into your listing, and what's going to happen is a guest messages you, you get to send an automatic response. When a guest books, a cleaner gets an automatic message about their day that they're supposed to be cleaning. So it takes care of that. But then on the other side of it, with pricing, calendar management, using a dynamic pricing tool like Price Labs, which I have a free 30-day trial down below, you can get the free 30-day trial plus an onboarding training session with Price Labs. And what this is all about is supply and demand. If there's a lot of demand for your property or properties like yours in the area, price is gonna jump up. If there is low demand, price is gonna go down. So it's encouraging more occupancy and higher rates so that you don't have to go in there and manually change all of these things. I was doing all that in the beginning. For literally a year, I was going in and manually changing prices and even adjusting it the day of when there was vacancies. And holy cow, that was a lot, a lot of work. So. Removing yourself from that by adding in those good technologies is definitely the best next step. Number three is good people. So you have these great technologies, you have these great potential systems because you're trying to outsource things, but you need to put good people in the position to be able to take over those things. So right from the get-go, I saw the opportunity to outsource this business and to duplicate myself by bringing on one person that could essentially take over all of the day-to-day the -day operations and eventually become kind of the manager or the CEO of my business. That person started out as a cleaner. I saw the potential for them to become a co-host. I saw the potential for them to start doing inventory checks and placing orders. I saw the opportunity for them to now start managing the cleaners and doing quality control. And I just continually graduated her to more responsibilities, more income, and eventually we were also bringing people under her like cleaning managers and quality control managers to be able to take off some of those you know, tasks that were now weighing down on her. Now what this meant was that I was able to, every time I mastered a task, I could give it to her or give it to someone else on the team. And so this is what you're going to find is something that you need in your business is good people that are willing to take on new tasks because they see the opportunity to grow in your business. So there's two things that really motivate people when they come into a company. One is being a part of something bigger than themselves and two is the opportunity for growth. So being a part of something bigger than yourselves means giving them the opportunity to be heard and to feel like they're a part of a community, a part of a family. That's what our company feels like. Every time someone new comes into our company, we're bringing them into our family atmosphere. We're having get togethers. We're showing them that we care. We wanna know 
Do you have everything you need in order to be successful in this job? And just by doing that, they feel heard. But being able to give them the opportunity to grow and know that, hey, they come in here and maybe they have this task, but in two months they might have this task, this task, and this task. And because of that, they're getting paid two to three times as much. That's a very motivating factor. And so because of this, because I have the CEO mindset and you have it as well now too, right? And you also know that you're supposed to have good technology and good people running those systems and technology. Because of that, we can remove ourselves from the day to day and now we can go out and we can create great relationships. So that's my fourth tip here is creating amazing relationships with real estate professionals. When I first was able to get started in this, I was talking to everyone. I had the abundance mindset of talking to every real estate professional I knew, realtors, property managers, real estate investors, because what I knew is that if they saw the vision and they saw it as an opportunity to either help themselves in their own properties or help their clients make more money, then I was able to solve some of their problem. And when you can solve a problem, you can get paid to solve a problem. So when I talked to all these people about it, I knew that they were going to be able to bring people or bring properties to me. And so that's exactly what happened. My phone started ringing. The first three months of this business, it was all cold marketing. I was going on Zillow and hot pads and I was knocking on doors and I was going to, you know, all of these different groups where I knew landlords were going to be. But then by creating great relationships with real estate professionals, my phone started ringing and I was able to now get hot leads that were ready for me to take over the management or the arbitraging of their property. So if you can outsource and just focus on money-making activities, which is creating great relationships, that's how you're gonna be able to blow up this business. And once again, if you're ready to do exactly that, then I encourage you to go down below, click on the link to apply for our six-figure formula, which is going to teach you how to build a six-figure business in under 12 months in Airbnb. Hope to see you there.